Hello and welcome to the Victor Hugo Show. I'm your host, Victor Gachus. And in today's podcast episode, I have the privilege to sit down with Vanessa Salcedo. She's a full-time mom, a full-time business owner, and we pretty much dive into her story and how it all started. But we also talk about being customer-focused while also being real and authentic. And I'm actually excited for you guys to hear this interview. So ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's dive into today's podcast episode. So today I'm sitting down with Vanessa Salcedo. She's the owner and founder of Zeke's Bath Bar. And pretty much, I'm going to get um, dive into her story and pretty much find out where it all began. So, Vanessa, it's nice having you. Thank you so much. Uh, we're super happy to be here. And this is our first podcast, so we're super excited. And, um, yeah, we can't wait to let you guys know about our story. Mm-hmm. So, pretty much, I've interviewed another person, but this is my first podcast where I interview a business owner, so it's going to be great. Yay, that's exciting. I mean, the whole goal is to inspire you guys, so without further ado, let's dive into it. So, I want to know, where did it all begin? Where did Zeke's Bath Bar start? Yeah, so I was actually talking to my husband about this not too long ago. And wondering why I hadn't like started a business like this mm-hmm. a long time ago. Like yeah. I'm like I was thinking like wow I'm so passionate about this like why hadn't I started this? And then our realtor Holly also like was with us and she actually mentioned that she's like it's because of Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't here now he's here and this is why it all started. It's all because of him. And it really like hit me and I thought wow that she's right. Like the reason why it started was. First of all, because of his skin, he has like super sensitive skin, and I was using a lot of like supposedly like baby safe products on him, and he has eczema, and it just wasn't working for him. Like it got his skin would get really bad to the point where like I try to put my breast milk on him mm-hmm. to see if like that, that could help work. ease yeah ease the irritated skin, but no, that didn't even help. So then I really started like looking into the ingredients. And that's when I noticed that a lot of, like, the stuff that was, like, non-toxic, like, safe for babies, it wasn't actually, yeah, it wasn't even, like, really true. Like, when you check all those products that a lot of, like, bigger companies sell, you see the ingredients list, and it's, like, this long. Yeah, yeah, that's what I realized as well. And most of the ingredients that you read, you can't even pronounce it. Yeah, exactly. Most most of the um, things that are on it. Mm -hmm. And so... I mean, for me personally, I've seen it where companies say um, ingredients with things you could actually pronounce. Yes. And so I like ex- that. Exactly. Like oh, that. yes, exactly. So that was like the first thing. So as I was telling you earlier, like when I decided to make soap, I thought it was going to be super easy. Like I thought it was going to be like learning a new recipe. Like, yeah. oh, I just have to buy these ingredients and that's it. And it'll be, you know, it'll be fun, easy, whatever. But then when I actually started doing the research. 
I was like, oh my goodness, like what did I get into? But I, but I'm like the kind of person that if I start something, I'm gonna finish it. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, let me just get down and dirty, and let me like take this course. So I took a course of how to make like cold process soap, because that's another thing I wanted to talk about. Like the soap that I make, it's actually like made from scratch. So it's mm. like 100% like handmade. Because I know some people they sell soap and they sell like body products and they put handmade but they don't actually make it mm -hmm. they already buy it made or they do like the easier like the easier easy like route. easy yeah, yeah the yeah. easy route the easy method but the way I make it it's like you really have to take courses you have to take it seriously because if you don't you can hurt yourself you can like go blind you can burn your skin so I made sure that I took like all the courses on like safety first mm -hmm. and then like it was like three months of that Three months of researching, three months of like making sure that I knew what I was doing before I even like touched like anything that had to do with soap. Right. So once I like had that down, then I was like, okay, this is what I need. And even with like all the materials that I bought, mm -hmm. I tried to do my best to like get deals on them and bought everything slowly. So I wasn't just like a company, you know, a lot of companies they have all this money and they start. Yeah, that's the thing with like startups, people that, you know, um, someone like you and me that doesn't have all that money, all the money, um, like some people do where, you know, they just buy everything all at once, but for <laughs> yeah. us it's a little bit different, you know? Oh yeah, and that was the thing for me, so I had so much like faith in my product, because mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, like I might not have like this fancy packaging, mm -hmm. like this fancy decorations, like all this, but trust me, when you try my products, you're gonna be so happy, and that's what happened, so like, First, I made it for Zeke, and they cleared up his skin. My husband also has eczema. It helped his skin. And then I just started, like, slowly, like, gifting it to, like, family and friends, and everyone was just, like, so happy with it and would, like, tell me about, like, how much it's helped their skin. And then they started asking me, like, when are you going to make more? Yeah. Right. So me, I've, like, worked my whole life. I love working. Then I had Zeke. So once I had Ezekiel and, like, the whole pandemic happened, like, I lost my job. And then I just like focused on Zeke. And now that I'm a mom, like I wanted to like go back to work, but at the same time, I don't want to like lose time with my baby. Mm. So that's when John and I kind of started talking about it. And John, my husband, has been like super supportive. It was actually more of his idea to like start a business. Cause he, he saw, you know, right. I think he saw the bigger picture. Mm. So, um, yeah, I started like slowly and now I have repeat customers. I have customers that keep coming back and asking for more. So I'm like, yay, that's awesome because it's helping them. And I know, right, right. I know how much it's helped my baby. So, yeah. so yeah, that. And so how, how does the process look like to make the soap? Yeah. So you, it's not just soaps, right? That you sell. It's yeah, like, no. So it actually started off with soap and then I like, after like the soap, so the soap helps a lot with like skin. So you don't really have to like put a lot of lotion when you use our soap because it's like it's organic and mm -hmm. it's really good for your skin. So it's like super nutritious. Um, but I was like thinking of like, oh, I want to like make handmade lotion too. I pretty much want to like toss everything that we're using and just mm -hmm. do all like organic. So I know like what's going in our yeah, product. What's going, yeah, right, yeah right. so then I did the whipped body butter that's made also from all natural ingredients. I've been using that on Ezekiel. Literally all I use on Zeke is my soap, the oatmeal soap, mm -hmm. and then that whipped body butter. And I love it because it just smells so good. It's like so natural. Yeah. So I did that. And then I thought like, you know what? I love candles. 
I absolutely love candles, but we stopped buying candles. And the reason why we stopped buying candles is because we would light them up in our house. And they, like, one of the candles, it was, like, on not even, like, two hours. But all of our plates were all, like, that had, like, black stains on them from the smoke. That Seriously? It, from the smoke, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So then I started, like, reading into the candle what it was made mm -hmm. with. And it was made with, like, one of, like, the most toxic waxes that you can, like, buy out really? there. And I even started, like, coughing. Yeah, yeah. And I was just thinking, like, oh, my goodness, I really love candles. But these are not even, like, safe mm -hmm. to, like. So then I did my the same thing with the soap. I did, like, all my research on wax. Because I thought, like, if I want to make candles and I want to use wax, I want to use the safest, cleanest, like, most organic, most, like, purest wax, which is beeswax. Right. So I started, like, doing more research on that. Like, I don't just dive into anything first. I'll, like, do the research beforehand, make sure, like, I'm, like, actually, like, doing my, my diligence and right. making sure that I'm providing, like, clean products. So I did that, and I noticed that with, like, beeswax, it actually purifies the air. And the beeswax that I use is 100% natural. I don't mix it with anything else. Mm -hmm. And um, so now we've been lighting those candles, and we feel it. We feel like it's nice because it's clean. We don't have to worry about all that smoke or the nasty chemicals. But, yeah, slowly I just kind of started adding more things that I enjoy having in my house, but I've had to get rid of because of, like, the harsh chemicals. Mm -hmm. So it kind of started like that. But, um I just, I have so many ideas. Like, I'm coming out with stickers, too. I don't know if you saw really? no. stickers. Yeah, yeah. And my husband loves stickers. Mm -hmm. Anytime we go anywhere, he wants stickers. So I'm like, oh, you know what? Stickers make a lot of people happy. I don't know why. Yeah. Actually, no, I do know why, because they make me happy, too. It's just nice, you know, putting them, like, on your laptop or if you mm -hmm. have, like, a water bottle. That is, no, yeah, that is true. Mm -hmm. I mean, my sister does that all the time. Right, yeah. yeah. She puts, like, stickers on the laptop. Oh, yeah. Like a, or, you know, she just likes stickers in general. Yeah, and the ones that I'm coming out with, it has, like, it's, it's like encouraging quotes because mm. of everything that's happened, you know, with the like, pandemic. Yeah. yeah, like inspirational. Like, I just want people, like, when they buy our products, just to feel inspired, to feel happy, to feel good. So, like, I talk a lot on my webpage and on my social media, but also, like, mental health because mm. I want to help out anyone that's, like, struggling with that because I feel like I've never struggled with it until, like, the pandemic happened and then I became a mom and it was just, like, Having a Everything baby, yeah, oh, having a baby mind. around that time and doing all that, it, yeah. it was so hard. So I know there's probably a lot of other people that can relate to it. Mm -hmm. Not even with No, just I mean, like, even even myself, I found yeah. myself in a place that I never even thought, you know, <laughs> I could go to, you know. So. Yeah, yeah it, it was, that, that was one thing I really enjoyed because I just did my first market not too long ago at Point mm -hmm. Rustin. Point Rustin, I did see yeah. that actually. Which, How did that go? It was amazing. So I know a lot of people like were out there selling their products, mm -hmm. but and I was doing that too, but I actually got to know people like on a different level. Like, because everyone was like so curious, like Zeke's bath bar, how did it start? Like, tell me your story. Yeah. So, I'm always inspired by, by stories on right? yeah, and so I'm sure a lot of people here. Yeah, I hope so. So, like, I, like, shared a lot of things about myself because I try to be, like, as transparent as yeah. possible, and I got that in return. People dig that, yeah. People yeah, that. I got yeah. that in return. So many people, like, told me about all the things that they've been through, how, like, the pandemic has affected them, or even parenthood, or just, like, a bunch of, like, just... They just, like, a, it was a lot of different people with a lot of stories, and it just, like, really touched me. And 
I that's what I want to do with like my company. I want to be like more involved in the community. I don't just want to be like that person, does. that person that just makes money. Like I'm not just here to like make money. Money. Like yes, it's nice being at home with my baby, but the money's not coming in like that right now. You know, yeah. I just started. Yeah, exactly. So people, I think maybe people think like, oh, like. She's already made. She's already made. No, yeah. like no, no, no. I, I, I'm literally all the money that I'm making. I'm investing in the company at this point, and I just want to keep investing, um, and just build like a really good like company that is not only like, I mean, it's like not only to benefit us, but also to benefit like other people too. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And so, what is the most important? biggest lessons that you've learned over running this business yeah the most important lesson I think that I've learned is to be yourself mm. like that is it because you can sell like the greatest products you can have like you can honestly do whatever but if you're not yourself your customers will see that like people don't just buy your product because by relations. Yeah, right? it's also they're you, they're also buying you too. Mm -hmm. So when you're being transparent with your customers, they they see that. Like I actually just made friends. Like I became friends with one of my customers. She moved here from California, and she related so much to me. She's a first time mom. She's also her husband's also in the army, and she mm -hmm. saw that. And we're friends now. Like we've hung out, and it's just amazing. And I was like, oh my goodness, like this is so nice, you know? Yeah, the fact that you could do something like yeah, that. Yeah, the fact that we could do something like that. So that's that's all. Just like be yourself and um, don't try to be any anything you're not because you're not only like doing yourself a disservice, but you're doing all those other people a disservice too that, that are like believing like everything that you say. That, that would be like my biggest. Everything else will come. Like you're going to learn how to like organize your schedule. You're going to learn how to like manage your business, like the finances, you can learn everything else, but you can't, I mean, you can't really learn how to be yourself, yeah, you know, just, uh -huh. just be authentic. And that's, that's what's going to bring you the right customers too. So you've definitely seen that help your business by being authentic. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, people, people really dig that, mm -hmm. you know, from my experience, you know, um, talking with people, they always want to connect with you but like if you're like some you know a person that's not authentic they can definitely they can definitely sense it you know oh yeah so i mean just by talking to you i, I <laughs> you know i i feel the authenticity oh awesome i'm super happy in it like i said i want to be like as transparent as possible mm -hmm. and that's with everything so i just want others to know like just because someone seems like they have it all together mm -hmm. That doesn't. That's not always the case. You know, we all have our struggles. We yeah. all have our things that we go through, and that's just life. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and even for myself, you know, I feel like people think that I've already made it and blah blah blah. <laughs> but like the real, um, oh, um, I think staying humble too is yeah, like staying, another. Exactly, staying humble even after you've made it. You know, because you see people. Get up there, go to the. I mean, um, they're on, on top, and you know they lose the sense of. Um, they stop being humble, and so that's very important in my opinion. Yeah, because when you're humble, you're never gonna do your customers wrong. 
because you're always going to know like you're mm -hmm. you're not just going to like be so focused on money and giving them whatever products or whatever services yeah because i've seen that happen and i've actually learned from business owners too where they like make it and now they're not providing the same service because they, they have before, yeah right. because they have yeah. all this like traffic coming in but it's like word of mouth also spreads so fast and i've worked in sales like pretty much my whole life mm -hmm. so i think i i know a lot about that too like how important it is to just like always try your best and always like try to like bring up bigger and better products like always just try to work on it don't just like settle yeah, yeah. Right, right um and so what would you say has been the biggest challenge you're facing right now in your business my biggest challenge for sure without a doubt is being a mom and, and, running, a and running a business yeah how do you do it oh <laughs> so you guys when i say my business is mom owned the reason why i say mom owned is so that people know like hey if i'm taking a little bit longer to come out with this it's because i'm also like a mom being a mom is a 24 7 job mm -hmm. it's a lot of work um i also have a lot of mom guilt which i'm sure a lot of my other moms to. Yeah. So as much as I want to focus on my business a lot, I also try to balance that with like also providing as much attention to Zeke because I I don't want to like just not spend spend like all this time with my business and not enough time with him. So I think that's my biggest struggle right now is like the mom guilt of like balancing balance everything. yeah balancing everything. Um, I think that would be definitely my biggest challenge. But I've been getting a lot of help like. Like I said, John is like super supportive, so he helps me out a lot. He like walks, he walks through things more. Mm -hmm. Me, I kind of just like want to do something and then I go for it, and I don't really think about, think about like, it. Yeah, yeah, but John is more like, okay, let's sit down, let's write this down. Mm -hmm. What's the plan? So that's been like super helpful too. But yeah, I would say balancing everything. Has been really yeah, and I think it's pretty. You know, people just see the front side of things. You know, they just see the self, but they don't see the the work that's put in. Before. Um, behind it, oh, behind yeah. the scenes, you know. So. Yeah, because honestly, like, if I do have a day where I want to make soap, I have to plan everything. It it takes hours, the process. Yeah, I was about to ask, yeah, how long does yeah. it normally take to, like, bake? Yeah, to, to make a bar, even just the bar would be, like, two or three hours. You have to, like, measure wow. everything. You have to, you can't have, like, family around because, like I said, it's, like, um, it's pretty dangerous with mm. lye. Lye is like the reason why soap becomes like soap. Mm. It, you have to put like your gloves on, you have to put your goggles on, you have to put like long sleeves, you have to have all the windows open or prepared outside if you can. Right. You can't have like your family around breathing in that. Yeah. So what happens is like you make it, you make the soap, and then once you put it inside the mold, then it goes through a process that's called the sonic of saponification you can edit that saponification yeah. uh -huh. so then it goes through a process that's called saponification and then it becomes soap but you have to let it cure so that's also then you have to wait for it to cure so it cures and then it becomes safe to use but if you just like made soap and gave it to your customers right away like their skin will burn off you have to make sure it's like safe to use yeah so you got to let it sit yeah. you know how sometimes like they cure meat yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah so I've it's like the that. same uh -huh. thing, but with soap, like the longer it cures, mm -hmm. the better and richer of a bar it is, and the harder it is too. So it's like a whole process. So that's that's what soap making is. Wow. Yeah, I mean that definitely sounds intense. I know, right? But once you at first, I was so intimidated. I was like, really? oh my goodness, was... I was shaking. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, once I started making it, oh, it's so nice because like 
I don't know, maybe when you work out, you can relate, you know, when you're just like only focused on working out and like everything else is like non-existent. Managed, yeah. yeah, same. It's so therapeutic to me when I make soap and I mix it when I measure. Oh, I just like, it's so satisfying and it makes me so happy. So yeah. that's, that's like my favorite part. <laughs> it just makes me so happy. So when, when did the company start? When was it funded? Um, so I, I started making soap, like, when did it start? I started making soap back in like February. February. Mm -hmm. And then I didn't, I didn't actually like open my online shop until August 25th of this year. Yeah. So that was oh. when it was official. And even then I kept having people tell me, when, when is your shopping open? When is this? And I knew I wasn't yeah. ready. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, I don't want to just be rushed into something. I know you guys like. You guys think it's a good idea, but I'm not just in a rush to do something. Like, if I do something, I want to make sure I do it right. I want to take my time. So I just took my time. And I made a lot of batches, a lot of failed batches before I found what recipe, like, I liked and what all my clients liked, but I, or my customers. But I made a lot of, like, the first few batches of soap were a hot mess. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, God, I would, I would get so sad to the point where I wanted to cry because you put all this work into it, and then yeah. it doesn't come out nice. But that even happens to experienced soap makers. Like, even people that are experienced. So then that makes me feel bitter. Like, okay, well, it happens, but I have been yeah. doing it for, like, 10 years. So I'm fine. <laughs> so, But thankfully, ever since I haven't really had any failed batches now. They're all, like, came out really nice. So that's super exciting. Yeah, and I think it's important to get messy at the beginning, you know, not expect a certain outcome. Yeah. Because just pretty much beginning. Yeah, I mean, everyone starts somewhere. Yeah, they... We all have to start somewhere, and eventually, you know, the process, we make the process even better throughout time. And so, you can definitely tell that you oh, know, yeah. definitely took, took some yeah. break. Oh, yeah, even candle pop candles. So then I'm soap, and I'm like, oh, if I can make soap, I can make, can make candles. Candle, this right? is going to be so easy. So they came out so beautiful. They look so pretty. And I was like, wow, that was so easy. And then I lit them, and mm -hmm. no, mm -mm, they were like tunneling, and the wick wasn't thick enough. Mm. So then I started like doing more research on that and now I found like the one that works for me that like burns really nice but it's with anything yeah like the first batch if it does come out nice that's awesome but if it doesn't don't be too hard on yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah that, that's amazing. Um, so I mean your story is, is actually quite quite amazing you know. Um, because people, like I said, people think that, you know, you just create something and, you know, it's easy, pretty much easy afterwards. But you actually have to be willing to, like, put in the work every single day and, like, trying to improve the product. And, I mean, not solely just the product, but you also have to build a relationship with the customers. And that's something that, you know, it's important to you, right? Oh, yeah. Building a relationship with the customers. Um and and so yeah can i actually also add something yeah go go ahead so another thing too about like my customer service like one company that inspired me was actually starbucks really yeah okay. they've inspired a lot in what way in the way at the customer service and their products and quality so like when you go to starbucks and mm -hmm. i know a lot of people like they go to other like um They've, like, gone to a lot of coffee shops, but I honestly can tell you, like, anytime I've gone to Starbucks and if I had any complaint or if there's been any problem right away, they will do whatever to make the customer happy. Mm -hmm. 
So, and then not only that, but also their story on how they started. Like, they started small. If you go to downtown Seattle, you see their first yeah, coffee first, shop. Yeah, and it's so time. inspiring to know that they started like that. And now they're like worldwide. So, obviously, like, they're like they expanded and they're they pretty much built an empire because of their customers. Customer yeah. yeah, customer yeah, and service. I, and I realized that about like big companies as well, such as Amazon, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, they're very customer based you know the customer is always right mm -hmm. in their eyes and I think you know if we get simply take key takeaways from those big companies I think um, our companies would you know even better oh yeah and I'm all about supporting like local businesses too so I will go out of my way to support them but I think that just because you're local doesn't mean that you have to have any less customer service or yeah. any less quality of product. Like you still. But rather, you know, just because, you, like you said, just because you're your small business, I mean, does not give you like an exemption. You know, mm -hmm. you still have to serve your customers yes, at the highest level. You know. Yes, exactly. So that's what I that's what I like strive to be. You know, like even though I'm a small company, like I still want to make sure that everyone that buys from me like walks out happy. Mm -hmm. And then that way, like, you know, they'll come back. Because if they're not coming back, then obviously I'm doing something wrong. Yeah, so that that is important. So, um, what is one piece of advice you'd give to someone starting out? Uh, the one piece of advice that I would give to someone starting out is really do, like do your research before you start do your research and make sure this is something that you're actually like truly passionate about mm -hmm. and then once you've done your research put yourself out there do not be scared mm -hmm. like go to those like social networking events go to markets or if you're trying to sell services like promote yourself or get get in contact with people that you know are doing good like get like social networking I would say is like the most I'm like, I'm, I already sell my products at um, a barber lounge in Fife, actually called the Barber Lounge. Mm -hmm. So, and that happened. Thank you, Albert. You're amazing too for letting me sell myself there. But that happened because I went to a social networking event. Mm -hmm. And I went there and I was just like, you know what, I'm going to talk to everyone here. So I did. I talked to everyone and that came out of that. And now I'm also going to announce next week that I'm going to be selling myself at a restaurant in downtown Tacoma that is super popular. So that was from a farmer's market. They actually yeah. came up to me and I, I told them my story. Mm -hmm. I thought they were customers. Mm -hmm. And then she introduced herself and was like, hey, I'm the owner. Would you like to sell yourself here? I really like your story. I really love your product. So you see, that's how it that happened. That's amazing. Yeah, I know. Which I was like, what? No way. Oh, that's amazing. And I love that restaurant too. So we were able to like talk about mm -hmm. the restaurant. But yeah, that, that would be it. Just don't be scared. Don't be scared. Put yourself out there. If you're passionate about it, people will sense that passion and they're they're gonna want to help you. Like people right now, they're just like they will do anything to support small businesses. So right now I feel like it's in our favor, but we also have to like present also quality products and right. quality services mm -hmm. if we wanna like if we want them to come back. But just like just put yourself out there and do your research. So the amount of people that are willing to like actually support, go out and support you are, you know, there's a bunch of people that want to want to help you along the journey. And mm -hmm. so how important do you think networking is or has, because um, 
you know, from from what I've heard, it's definitely, you know, had an impact on being able to, like, sell different products in, like, different, for example, the barbershop. Mm -hmm. So how important do you, do you think people should be going out there to, like, um, putting themselves out there to um, going to different networking events? Do you think that's vital? Yeah, for sure, especially nowadays, because, like, now it's, like, People are just going to buy your products if someone recommended it. Just like me, if I buy something, I'm not mm -hmm. just going to go out there. I'm going to do my research first and make sure it has good reviews, make sure, like, maybe if someone told me, like, recommended it, then I trust their word. So I think it's really important. I feel like you can't just, like, make all these products and expect for them to sell on themselves. So, like, just as much as, like, it's important to make good products, the other half is also, like, promoting yourself and putting yourself out there and networking. Like it's half mm. and half. Cause sometimes I think when companies start up, they focus so much on the products and not enough on, on the customer, on the customer, yeah. you know? And it's like, you have all this inventory and all this like products, but you're not really doing your job and putting yourself out there. So like I started carrying business cards around with me and I will tell everyone about my business. Like if I'm at the store and they ask and cause people just, I don't know, it comes They're up. Very, and they, yeah. Yeah. That's happened to me as well. Yeah. yeah you I know? Mean. So then you just give them your business card. You never know that person might like have like an event coming up, um, where they need like party favors or like for, I don't know, for any other business, like they, they might know a friend that needs your products or, or services, you know, you just never know. So just always like, if you get the chance, just put yourself out there because the products are not going to sell themselves. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, my final question, where can listeners find you online? Uh, I have TikTok, I have Instagram, I have Pinterest, I have Twitter, and um, I also have a website. So, if you for all my social media, it's just at Zeke'sBathBar.com. It's all the same. Or sorry, at Zeke's Bath Bar. And then my website is Zeke'sBathBar.com. So um, that's where you guys can find me. I am I think I'm more like active on Instagram. Instagram, okay. Mm -hmm. But oh yeah, I also have Snapchat too. I forgot to say Snapchat. But yeah, I have all of them. Um, so yeah, if you guys ever like have time or if you guys want to follow or buy products or even just like reach out if you have any questions you can find me on there yeah so we'll definitely link the um we'll definitely put her handles on the description down and below so you could go ahead and give her a follow and anyways it was nice talking to you Thank you. Nice Thank you, you so much. It was a lot yeah. of fun. I was so nervous, but yeah. it's actually just like having a normal, <laughs> a normal conversation. Yeah, much. so, exactly. it, was, so. It, was, it was a lot of fun. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, anyways, hope you guys found this story inspiring and make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And so with that being said, see you guys in the next episode.